win or lose, are we feeling the love this morning? Well, now that we've had time to sleep on it, let's talk about it. It's time for Monday Morning Quarterback on WTMJ Now. Uh, who slept? Sandy Max, Steve's committee, Brandon Snyder, the time sports guy. In studio, ready to talk some Packers. And we have a lot of different kinds of experiences. I was at the game. Sandy was celebrating somewhere in Bayview. At the Newport is where I watched the game. Yes. It's a very good time. I can give you some flavor from my experience. Boisterous crowd. Great crowd. Great crowd. And uh, one woman in particular at the bar who I... One of the reasons I love going to a live sporting event or going to a bar where you've got Packers fans is... That sharp fan who knows the game, but also has a, a flavorful opinion about it. So I, I didn't get this gal's name, but I fist bumped at her when, uh, when we got the two touchdowns, uh, and, and had a lot of fun. But she's one of those people who's like, change your cleats when, uh, <laughs> everybody's got a theory. Yeah, but when truly when love was slipping, he almost did the splits during that one toss oh, yeah. early in the game. And I was worried. I'm like, Oh, please don't pull a hamstring. Not now, but. She said, change your cleats. And then the, you could see the closed captioning. The Fox announcer said, and maybe they should consider changing cleats. So there were like three times that she shouted something very pertinent to the game. And then you'd see the announcers say it later. So fans she, are smart. she was insightful and fun. Yeah, she was fans a lot are of smart fun. about that stuff. So, Brandon, you're the big time sports guy. I don't want to do a ton of X's and O's because let, let's look at it this way. It was a tale of two games, really. Yeah, it was. The first three quarters plus three minutes, all Saints, a lot of defense, one of the best defenses in the NFL. Jordan Love tried his best. Obviously, we were shorthanded. I think at least five starters out or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And then all of a sudden, we kicked the field goal, and I sw- it was like a, a switch was flipped. And the next 13 minutes or so, some of the best football I've ever seen at Lambeau Field. I was just talking to Kyle Wallace, who hosts the show on the uh, 94.5 ESPN Milwaukee, about that actual play. I said, when the Packers kicked the field goal, there was a sense in the arena, in the stadium. I was on, I was on the field, humble brag, of course. Um, on the field, and people were starting to kind of stand up a little bit, look around, like, look at the clock, look at the game. Okay, if we get a stop here, we get a score here, maybe it's possible. And they did just they did just that. Rashawn Gary was a one man wrecking crew. Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was the first big applause of the game at the Newport was when when he got to Derek Carr. And when that happened, he took Derek. That actually took Derek Carr out of the game. Yeah, and then brought in Jameis Winston. And when they kicked that field goal, and then they got a stop on the next Saints offensive drive, and the Packers got the ball back. (laughs) You got to give. I mean, if you were telling me two months ago, Jordan Love would lead a fourth quarter comeback down seventeen points in Week Three at the home opener at Lambeau Field. After not scoring the points, after you said it, Steve, five of your best players overall, five yeah. of your best, couple Hall of Famers might be in that mix. Yeah, we're not playing. You're throwing to kids, literally kids. The Jaden Reed's like 22 years old. You made a great point with Vincent Eric this morning in Wisconsin Morning News about the, and I noticed this too. Kathy and I both said, "Wow, that's interesting." The reception that Jordan Love got at the introductions mm-hmm. before the game. As loud as I've ever heard a player be inter- when he's introduced at Lambeau yeah, Field. I said the same. Eric what a bl- wonderful experience, and without anybody encouraging it. You yeah. know, Come on, fans, Nobody get loud. No- How cool. And I said, Sandy, I said this to Eric this morning. He kind of looked at me like, nah, I don't know about that. I'm like, I've done a lot of Packer games. I've been to a lot of Packer games. I, I took notice yesterday. It was extremely, extremely loud. And, I- it, and, it, and, it, and obviously, you know, anticipation, being on the road the first two weeks of the year can probably do that, as well as... People were just sick of number 12 and 
Jordan Love's played pretty good. I would say Love hasn't been an embarrassment. Yeah. There's a good reason to get Going behind into the him. week, he led the league in touchdown passes, so he's been pretty good. I mean, so I feel like we're excited. sort of an Aaron Who world, aren't we? Well, now we are. The Jets are a wreck ball. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like an afterthought. I don't even really think about him anymore because no. he's on another team. I got Jordan Love to be excited about, and I'm, I'm really excited about it. If you have a thought or comments, 855-616-161 of the old National Bank talking text line. We're going to have some fun. I want to hear about Sandy's experience at the Newport, the iconic Newport in Bayview. I used to live around the corner. You did? Yeah. In the, what era era was that? In the 2000s. Oh, nice. What era? Recently. Well, because I, I, here, here, you know why I asked that question? Why? Because in the 70s, when I was playing softball, that was the home of great softball. Sure. So that was my era. You got all that space there on Bay. Were you a part of that team? Were you a part of that? No, I wasn't good enough to be on on that team, but I I remember playing against some of those guys. They they were some of the best. Now there's a huge dog park there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which doesn't thrill me, but, you know, dogs got to have a place to go to. All right. So let's get some comments. I I got a few more I want to make on this, on this incredible comeback, legendary comeback by a very young player, a very young team. And, you know, if you want to throw in a little uh, nudge at the Bears and the Vikings, oh, my goodness. Owen, that is welcome. 0-3. <laughs> uh, there's no need. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Lots of misery in those places, but not here. We're having fun on this Monday Morning Quarterback Monday edition. And, oh, by the way, Sandy, we have two hmm. of these this week. I know. We have a Friday edition, which will be a little bit later because we have political power hour at 9. But at 10 o'clock, we'll tee up the Thursday night game, which last time I checked was against the Detroit Lions, who yeah. are tied with us for first place. I see a call coming in. I see text coming in. Let's do it. Monday morning quarterback. Sandy, Steve, Brandon, after this. There you go. That is what it sounded like, like at the Newport wow. in Bayview. When was that recorded? That was right with the first touchdown. First touchdown? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, we've been also, waiting were, a while. They were getting ready for that. <laughs> we've <laughs> been waiting a while for that one. That was such fun. And you know what else they do at the Newport in Bayview? You get shots. When the, for uh, every touchdown. Old school. It's yes. a Midori kind of thing. I think it's a Wisconsin It is a Wisconsin requirement. Thing. We yeah. used to do that in my parents' basement, and by the third quarter, some people... <laughs> yeah. If it was a good game, we were struggling. If you were in the Lynn Dickey area, you drank a lot of But booze. think about that. I mean, we where I was, like I told you earlier, there was one woman who was on it, and she knew her stuff, and so she was the one hollering out in the right way, not obnoxiously, just... You know, the interception in the third quarter. No way. Are you serious? And ah, for Christ's sake, somebody get open. And she was shouting, move the chains a whole lot. So there was a lot of. So by the time we finally got to that, that was a cheer. And I I would have let it go longer because that was a really long cheer. But um, somebody said, holy. And oh. they didn't say cow. So, so it had been waiting a while. So <laughs> What was the reaction like when the Saints missed that go-ahead field goal attempt? At the end, yeah. It was delight. It was joy. I mean, it was it was a yeah. really happy vibe at the Newport. The, the in stadium a great went. Way. The stadium went nuts. Yeah, and it's weird because it's so it's funny when you're at a game and on a TV you don't necessarily see it, but wherever the side the field goes being kicked on, you get that reaction first, and then it just ripples through because you can't always see mm-hmm. from the other end. So it, it's a it's a delayed reaction at at the field. You know, a couple of people have commented on the text line. I also had some comments yesterday that um, the Packers fans have been very patient. With Jordan Love, I think that's the right answer because this is a new guy, and it started with that great ovation that we talked about in the first segment. and And this is a guy who has no fear. And this actually is kind of the point of uh, the way I'm going to answer Steve from Hartford's question. You're on the Monday Morning Quarterback Monday Edition, Steve. Welcome from Hartford. How you doing, Steve? Great game yesterday. Yeah, I was just wondering if you, uh, you or Sandy, had any thoughts on the coaching decision. 
prior to their first field goal that they kicked, they passed on one, went for it, and did not come away with any score. And later on, that three might have been putting them up 21-17. They wouldn't have had to depend on a Saints missed kick. I was yeah. just wondering what your thoughts, and I'm not trying to no, no, no. It's a great question. It's a great win. But. Yeah, thanks for the call, Steve. Here, here, I'll answer it for you. I, I like the decision to go for it. Show that you, you are in this to win this, not kick field goals. They didn't get it. Unfortunately, Jordan Love threw it in front of, in front of the receiver. There was a collective groan in the stands, right? Cause the game had not gone well to that point. We were still scoreless, but I like the, the, uh, the gumption, if you want to use an old term of the team and said, you know what? Let's see if we can score a touchdown here. So I had zero problem with that. And in the end results, it didn't hurt us. That was my reaction to it. I, I love the, uh, the decision to show Jordan Love, we got full confidence, full faith in you. Go win this game, young man. And that's what I took away from it. It was, it was amazing. It was an electric crowd at Lambeau. And I really, really, really appreciate that from the fans. Uh, from the 414 on the old National Bank talk and text line. Uh, let's see. I'm wondering how or why do they kick a field goal from the left or right side of the field? Why not just down the middle? What affects the position? Thank you. That's a technical question. It's basically on the hash marks, right? They don't stick it in the middle usually. It's wherever the play previously ends. Yeah, closest to that hash mark. Yeah, closest yeah, that's, to that That's hash. all there is to it. That's a great technical question. Uh, Jim, I alluded to this earlier, Jim from Sheboygan. Can you imagine how the Bears GM feels when he sees love play compared to Justin Fields? I mean, that's a whole nother show, and I'm not a sports talk guy. but It's just great to see. It's because nobody flaps their gums more than that side of the the fan base than the Chicago Bears in April and May and June when nothing's being played but practice in the draft and then season comes and they're doing mock drafts in September. <laughs> Look, I worked in Chicago for many years. I lived in the Chicago area for a good number of years. I I understand their passion. Um, we are all passionate about sports, and Wisconsin is no different. And, you know, as much as we all want to pile on when things are going, we'll have fun with it, good-natured fun, but they're going to tear themselves apart today on Talk Radio Chicago. I saw a tweet. It said, the Chicago Bears are the new Detroit Lions. Oh, I mean, that's right, right <laughs> to the heart. You know, the Lions are now our, our competition, so they're 2-1. and Until Thursday when we I beat say them. Thursday night should be an yeah. interesting matchup. That should be. I'm starting, to, I'm starting to dislike that fan base. <laughs> Yeah, a lot of talk for not doing nothing for 50 years. Well, we did beat the Packers twice You know what, down. Yeah, yeah. beat the Packers twice. Not with Jordan Love, though. Not Jordan Love-led Packers. So what are we, what are we thinking about collectively as, we, as we, we have three games into a long season, two and one? I'm kind of surprised by the success early. You, you never know what you're getting with a new quarterback, and this is the first one we've had in 17 years. I'm pleasantly surprised. I'm pleased with the fan base. They seem to be patient. I didn't hear a lot of groaning. Mm-mm. You know, other than the, oh, they dropped the pass or whatever, but no, no one was yelling, you know, names at Jordan Love where I was sitting. I kind of appreciate that attitude. At the Newport, when they showed Joe Barry on the big screen, there was oh. no booing. No, but you know, oh. it's like the, it, it, we hadn't scored yet. You know, it was like that, that was a long time to wait. So uh, I, I feel that, yeah, that, that there's a good vibe and a good spirit of optimism around the team yeah. so far, still knowing, because you just said it yourself as a lifelong Packers fan, long season. So you're not blindly going, okay, here we go. I was In ready to face everybody. Yeah, I was ready to accept what happened. I, I said before the season, I'll say it again. My anticipation is I just want a good, well-played season. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. Mm-hmm. I love to see the success of Rashawn Gary get back to where he was. I'm excited for Jordan Love. Nobody knows what he's going to be. I mean, he's played three games. He's had some success. He, he's 
up near the top when it comes to touchdowns in the NFL. Let's enjoy the ride. Let's have fun this year because this is one of those seasons that's, it's kind of unknown. I've gotten to wear my victory shirt twice now. Is that the victory shirt? Yes, this is the green fruit. green lacy victory shirt. What's the losing shirt? <laughs> Do you have oh, no, yeah, just gray. Oh. You know, just a gray oh, V-neck black. t-shirt. Sad. Yeah, I think I wore black last weekend. Oh, that is sad. Yeah. I think it needs to be said, though. Or yeah. last Monday. Hmm. And I'm going to say it. This is far and away has exceeded expectations with Jordan Love. And I think people fail to realize with this quarterback, number 10, in Green Bay, his first year starting, he has been doing this without Aaron Jones, without Christian Watson, without David Bakhtiari, without Elton Jenkins. Those are four of your five of your best offensive players, maybe four of your five best players in general. And if you told me three months ago, hey, you'll be, eh, let's say, three or four plays away from being undefeated, in the season, two of those games on the road, I think any Packers fan would have signed up for that. You're two and one, and you're now you're home. Now you got the Lions. That will be the true test, the first true test I think of the year. I think going on the road is, for the first two weeks was a test, but I think the Lions coming into your home on a short week, and hopefully you get some of those guys back. But that he he's the real deal. He's I tweeted out yesterday. He's him. He's quarterback number one in Green Bay, and he's not going anywhere. He's the next guy up. He's the next guy. And who says you can't have three? Oh, it can't be done. It's never been done. Yeah, until it's done. I was on the morning show on ESPN 94.5 and, and, and our station, 620 WTMJ, from 9 to uh, 10. And uh, we are talking about, they were talking about Aaron Rodgers, you know, the fact that I got to see him play a lot because a lot, I'm a season ticket holder, and, 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 and now Jordan Love. And I go, I go back to Bart Starr. My Bart dad Star. took us to games. Yeah. The legend That's of legends. Awesome. Yeah. So, I, I was... They all I looked at me to... like, how old are you? I said, I was a kid. I went to see him play. I stopped and... to see Steve yesterday. They thought I was like a fan waiting to get an yeah, autograph yeah. from Steve. I'm like, I used to be his producer. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm here. Who's that big guy? Yeah, is he, yeah. is he yeah. a former player? Can, he... <laughs> <laughs> Can I? You got people waiting for Steve? I have one me? challenging question for the both of you when we return about how this game might have turned out differently. Mm. That's a tease, Sandy Man. Yes. Next. <laughs> yes. Love on third down to the end zone. What a catch. Touchdown. Love to Dobbs. Monday morning quarterback, Brandon Snide, Sandy Max, yours truly, Steve Scafidi, on this Monday edition. A bonus week because we have a Friday edition. It'll be a little bit later than we typically do this. 10 o'clock hour, of course, we have Bill McCotch and Joe Zapecki, the political power hour at 9. But we're going to get to that Packers game, whatever happens Thursday night. It is on Prime. A couple people asked... Is there a local broadcast? Yes. I, I know for sure Green Bay and Milwaukee will have a local station. One of the local broadcast stations will carry that. That always has to be the case. Some of the other outlying areas, I don't know. You're going to have to kind of fend for yourself and find a broadcast somewhere. Or if you're a Prime subscriber, you can watch it there. This whole Prime thing is so annoying. <laughs> I, I don't like it. It's the marketplace of television now, man. It's delayed. I need updates fast. Yeah. But it's a gold package game, so get your butts up there. All right. <laughs> Sandy Max. I have a a momentary question. I'm not bringing the whole thing down, but I have a really big question. If the Saints quarterback, Derek Carr, had not left the game due to his shoulder injury and played that second half, what's your level of optimism that the Packers would have pulled out a win? I think they would have won. The Packers still would have won? Derek Carr, did, I mean, he didn't do anything that would have, that made me think like, oh boy, yeah. he's out now, now we're done, or you know, now we can win. He was 13 of 18 for 100 yards and a touchdown. They only scored 17 total points. Seven of those came on a punt return for a touchdown. I agree with Brandon. Here's here's the reason. Um, the biggest play in the game for the Saints was the punt return for a touchdown. They only scored 10 points on <laughs> offense. Yeah. And that was with Derek Carr. So I, I, 
you know, it would have been the same kind of crazy ending that we saw. And, and let's be honest here. If their kicker, the rookie kicker who looked like he was 15 years old, <laughs> my wife said, Kathy, um, if he makes the kick, we're talking about Jordan Love trying to bring the Packers back with, what, 68 seconds yeah. left. So, yeah. I mean, all these crazy things that happen in football, that's what I love about football. Anything sure. could have happened. But, yeah, to the question, I think we would have the similar type game because that punt return was a big deal for the Saints. Yeah, and I think every game, the context of every game and every play changes, Sandy, for me at least, right? Like, you could always be like, well, what if the Packers had Aaron Jones? Would they, would they have not scored in three quarters? Probably not. You know, what if they had Jair Alexander? Does the Saints score on that second drive that they had? Maybe. You know, you could debate it all back, you know, back and forth, but Derek Carr really outside of that first few years in the league hasn't really shown to be that guy where you're like, I don't know, you know, if he's out there, we're done for, mm-hmm. to me at least. And and maybe, you know, if you dig deeper in the numbers, he could be. But I, Jameis Winston's the backup, you know, he he's he was pretty good. He, had, he made a couple of plays yesterday, kept a couple of those drives alive. He moved with his legs. I think he's uh, more mobile than Derek Carr. <laughs> for whatever reason, the Packers <laughs> cannot... Cannot defend mobile quarterbacks, so um, yeah, I, I don't think it would have changed. I think they still would have won a game like this where it is such an exciting big finish in the fourth quarter that you had to wait for validates me personally because I am the perpetual optimist <laughs> at every game. I stay till the bottom of the ninth inning at a Brewers game. I I am the last person out because you go all this way to see a live event. You never know how it's, it's going to end. And Steve, you joke that you stayed oh, for the yeah. whole game. Like oh, yeah. if you left early and heard that in your car as you're in your parking lot, this so disappointing. This like you tr- want to be part of that excitement. This is a true story. A buddy of mine, Ryan, one of my best friends, went to the game yesterday. I'm on the field. He's up in section, I think, 125. He texts me in the second quarter at halftime. We just left. <gasps> and I go, wait, you say second quarter? Halftime. We oh, just wow. left. I go, you left? That's early. I was like, you left? So then then they kicked the field goal. Then they stopped. And then they scored. It was 17-11. I sent him the eyeball emojis. And he goes, <laughs> yeah, I know. And this is the third time he's done this. Oh. I said, you can't leave. You can't leave. I've told the story before. The famous Antonio Freeman Monday Night Football where the ball bounces on him. And he, and, and uh, what's his name? Uh, Al Michaels. Yeah. Is it a catch? Shoulder. <laughs> yeah. We were driving and heard that. Because it was a long game. It was a Monday Rainy. Night game. Yeah. Gross and outside. we listened. I mean, we were very excited in the car, my wife and I. But it was—it's a much different experience than watching it in person. Now that being said, there was a lot of people that left their seats, like we did, and kind of watched some of the monitors. The the lounge upstairs in the club section was wild. The atrium was wild. That's also an experience for fans too. But if you got in your car and at halftime, oh, did you miss some excitement at Rainbow yeah. Field? Yeah, and there was a lot of people because I'm—I was out in. Uh, back and forth between the stadium and the parking lot. And there was a lot of people that were leaving. Oh, yeah, that's always the case. Everybody wants to get going. got to get in front of traffic. From the old National Bank Talk and text line 855-616-1620, a fun one from Diane who texted in, have you ever seen Matt LaFleur so animated and vocal after a game? This game actually made him, dare I say it, (laughs) happy. Yeah. From Diane. He was almost emotional after the game. and He He, he choked up. He did choke up, and he said he's never been a part of a win like this. And I think... You're also starting to see the after effects of the former quarterback. This is Matt LaFleur's team. There's no denying it. It's his offense. If it succeeds, he's, you know, thrilled about it. If it doesn't succeed, he's going to take the heat for it. And when it succeeds like it did yesterday, he's feeling that. And keep in mind, when Jordan Love was drafted, this is when COVID happened. Matt LaFleur celebrated on live TV. They didn't know the, I mean, he might not know the cameras were rolling on him, but he was pounding his fist on the table. He was excited to draft Jordan Love in 2020. 
This is his guy. And when he goes out and does a game-winning drive in his first start at Lambeau Field in front of 70,000-plus, it's got to feel good. Somebody dropped a tidbit at the morning show I was on yesterday that this is now their uh, that was their 10th straight yep. home opener winning streak. Now it's 11. 11, yeah. That's impressive. That is pretty impressive. All right, I'm going to have you keep one more segment because I have a question to ask about Phantom, but I also want to ask, hmm. ask you a question Okay. before the break. Yes. Thursday night, where are you going to be at? Do you know yet? I don't know yet. I'm going to try and get invited to my friend Joe's party. Joe has a garage party. Oh. Um, and, and anyway, so it's, it's pretty epic, and that's where everybody brings the potluck, and I believe Jose's Cheesecake was the winner of the last uh, party that he had. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get in touch with Joe and see if I can go to his garage well, party. Well, he's listening, and they will just I know, but I hate to just kind of horn it. You hate to invite yourself, but... But he's good people. Tell he's me to fun. record him and put him on the show. You True. Can, you can make that claim. True. We can make a show out of it. But yeah, right. so that's the plan.